Welcome to the Achieve Your Goals podcast. You're listening to the podcast guaranteed to take your life to the next level faster than you ever thought possible. In each episode, you'll learn from someone who has achieved extraordinary goals that most haven't. He's the author of the number one best-selling book, The Miracle Morning, a Hall of Fame business achiever, international keynote speaker, ultra marathon runner, and the founder of Best Year Ever Coaching. Here is Hal Elrod. Hello and welcome to the best, but never mind, let me start that over. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Achieve Your Goals podcast. Um, I was going to say best year ever blueprint because uh, today is uh, one of our installments in the best year ever blueprint kind of success story uh, lessons for you where we're interviewing um, an expert who attended Best Year Ever Blueprint and then had their best year ever. And, and what did they do? Uh, what did uh, she do specifically today to to create that result? And the feedback's been really cool. This is kind of, was kind of an experiment we did last year. And uh, and, and this year, uh, I just thought, you know, what's a way where we don't have to sell the Best Year Ever Blueprint and, and, and the event and people coming to it, but we could really make it organic in a way where they can learn and make it value added for you as the listener of the Achieve Your Goals podcast. And, uh, and it ends up, we got... Great feedback on the episodes and the guests last year, so we uh, we were doing it again this year. And I, I got I, I got an email the other day from someone that said your podcast isn't loading. Like I, I, I it's the next best year ever blueprint attendee success story episode. I really want to listen to it, and you know, so we got the whatever that technical error was fixed, and uh, and we're all good now. So um, our guest today, I'm excited. I've been getting to know her personally uh, over the last year, or I should say eight months or so, and uh, Tanya Rainier uh, is our guest, and she is a speaker, trainer, and money mindset mentor who helps women entrepreneurs conquer their limiting beliefs, embrace their true profit potential, and create the kind of financial independence that gives them the freedom to profoundly impact the world. And as a speaker, trainer, and coach, Tanya's core mission is to change the world by changing the way women think and feel about money. And uh, I just, I love that niche. I love that topic. And I would imagine that as a man that, uh, you know, there's a lot of, uh, a lot of overlap in terms of the, the way that we all think about money. And, and I've, I've seen Tanya do some of her work live and it's, it's pretty profound. So I'm excited to share her with you, uh, today and, and her journey, uh, over the last eight months, what, what she's accomplished and what she's learned from that journey that, and I, I, she gave me a sneak peek before we started recording. So uh, I know what she's going to share and I am excited for this. And if you want to check her out, you can go to find uh, or find her at www.tanya, T-O-N-Y-A, Rainier, that's R-I-N-E-E-R.com. And uh, Tanya, uh, I apologize for the kind of jumbled introduction, but... <laughs> <laughs> I love it. We're gonna finish strong. We're gonna finish strong. Yeah. So I need I you love- to come save the episode. People are like, "What is you know? Is this his first podcast episode?" No, this is why we love you, Hal. Oh, it's so it's so funny. Matt Atchison, we had we uh, I, I forgot what happened, but he said the same thing, and he, he was like, you know, just oh, we it's the authenticity or whatever, and I was like, that's just a nice way of saying that I am you know that I messed something up or whatever. Oh, no, 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 no. We like people that are human. If you're all too perfect, you're intimidating. That's right. That is right. That's true. That's my, that's my, that's my angle is I'm just, I just try to be as imperfect as possible. And the, you know, <laughs> it's like a get out of jail free card. It actually works for everybody. And, and it, uh, yeah, so. Well, I love it. Let, so here's where I almost, you know, as of as of late, I've been starting uh, just about every podcast episode, every interview with uh, relatively the same question. And 
the question, you know, being that this is the Achieve Your Goals podcast, I feel like most of us go through life and we, uh, you know, most people, they they don't set big goals and they don't achieve big goals. Often they don't even achieve any goals, right, or anything really significant. And that's the purpose of this podcast is really giving people the, uh, you know, not only the inspiration, but the evidence uh, from other people that have achieved major goals. So with all that said, what was the first defining goal that you achieved? And possibly it was as a, you know, teenager, or young, young adult, or maybe yesterday. Uh, I know it was longer than that. But what was the first defining goal you achieved that gave you evidence and confidence that you could continue to achieve bigger and better goals? Honestly, Hal, my first big goal wasn't set by me. It was thrust upon me, I'm going to say. Okay. I, I became a mom at 16. Oh, okay. That's a big had, goal. Yeah. And I uh, had just come out of a rock, rocky childhood. My I had just lost my mom to a drug addiction. I was homeless for a couple months, kind of surviving on my own. So I was in a bad place. Wow. And when I, you know, whoops, here, here she goes. She's pregnant. Um, what are you going to do with that? And the people in my life, the people around me thought, well, there goes her life. It's over. And, you know, so at that point I made a decision that I was going to prove the world wrong and I wasn't going to be the statistic. And despite the fact that I was young and still had to finish high school and still had a lot on my plate and a lot ahead of me, I was going to do it and I was going to do it well. Hmm. So, so my first goal was to, you know, finish high school, go to college, be a good mom and, you know, prove that I can make something of myself with, while juggling all of that. And I did. Wow. <laughs> so, so the confidence that I had gained from that, you know, if I, if I can survive that and rock it, I can do anything. So, I mean, I, that, that, that's amazing. And, and it's being, getting pregnant at 16 is, I mean, I, you know, I can only imagine, but, um, the, a huge challenge, but the fact that doing that while, your mom was a drug addict and you know you'd been homeless and all of that i mean I, yeah that what what a what adversity that you overcame um to you know to and and did it not only for yourself but for your child so i commend you that's amazing well thank you thank you what doesn't kill you makes you stronger that's right that, <laughs> no that that is absolutely right or my joke is always if it kills you but you come back from it it still makes you stronger so <laughs> so uh, yeah. So, all right. So, um, so you attended Best Year Ever Blueprint last year, and you're actually a member of our Quantum Leap Mastermind program as well, which is really cool. And that's where we've gotten to spend a lot more time and gotten to know each other better. Um, we had Megan Lyons uh, on the podcast a few weeks ago, our mutual friend, mm-hmm. and uh, and we had Stephen Christopher. So, uh, you know, some 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 familiar names uh, amongst uh, the two of us. Um, what I would, what I'd love for you to start with is, uh, what are the top three personal um, and/or professional goals that you achieved since, or even as a result of uh, going to Best Year Ever Blueprint last year? Sure. Well, one of my goals has always been to get over my fear of public speaking and be able to share my story and speak publicly. Mm, okay. So last summer, the summer of 2015, I joined Toastmasters and really started to to get my toes in the water there. But since BYEB last year, I have had the opportunity to speak at multiple events, do a number of breakout sessions and host little workshops. And I've continually been interviewing on different podcasts and and talking about the subject that I'm so passionate about, which is money mindset. And it has really opened up so many conversations that allow me to help people get past their limiting beliefs and 
connect to a deeper meaning in their life. So the momentum there has been it's been incredible just to put that positive energy out into the universe and keep it going. Yeah. And I mean, that's a great way to, as a, um, as a speaker myself, I mean, it's just, it's a great way to build your audience and, and and build your tribe, if if you will. Right. And, and, um, share your message, hone your message. So that's cool. So I, I I commend you. So you got over the fear of public, not only just got over the fear, but you, um, you were proactive, you joined Toastmasters and and now you're actually, you've, I, I know you've been speaking a ton. So, Really, really cool. And any highlights? Any like um, during uh, like during the course of speaking uh, the, over the last eight months or so? Uh, any any like you know having someone tell you that your speech changed their life or anything where you said something during a speech that you had never said before and now that's become part of your message? And, and any highlights at all to share? Well, unlike Matt Aitchinson, I don't yet have my own quote. So I'm working <laughs> on that, <laughs> but. Um... You know, what, what has been very surprising is I always shied away from being vulnerable in public and with mm, other people. Mm, yeah. And you know, speaking on stage and sharing my story, it's, it's a very vulnerable one. And to, to have women come up afterwards to me, which happens every time, and cry in my arms and wow. tell me that I'm a hero, but then they proceed to tell me what they've been through. And I'm thinking, are you kidding me? You're amazing. Yeah. You know what you've gone through. So it's it fosters this insane connection and just to connect to what women have been through and, and it allows us to kind of help each other. So it's not just me talking at people and helping them, but I'm learning and growing from the messages that they share with me as well. Really powerful. And I, you, you just said something there that really resonates with me, which is about being vulnerable and um uh, Robin Sharma really shifted that for me. Uh, he said, when you're vulnerable with people, they fall in love with you. Oh. And I realized that um, on the receiving end of it, like it's easier to get that, you know, it's like when someone shares their story and, you know, in a way that like with their struggle, you're like, wow, you just feel connected to them. You feel, you know, empathetic, sympathetic, whatever it may be. And, uh, and then, but then we're like, we're all guarded and think we need to look good and perfect. And right. And, um, and that, that's also where that, that, philosophy of give up being perfect for being authentic that's kind of where that was born from as well um really cool absolutely see and how well that works for you yeah yeah it, 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 it <laughs> the works. beginning of the podcast that's where we started right yeah yeah thank you yeah <laughs> i give up being perfect every every time um cool so really powerful so you got over your fear of public speaking and that obviously is opening tons of doors for you and the beauty of it is this is just the beginning. I mean, you know, you're of, of, of the impact you'll make by overcoming that fear and, and, and being proactive and getting out there. Um, what was the second big goal that you, uh, achieved this year? Okay. So this is definitely my biggest one. The one that oh, I'm okay. most excited about is, um, I feel like finally in life I found my purpose. You know, I've, there's so wow. much clarity around what I'm meant to be doing on this earth where I've, I've always wanted to help people and I built businesses in the past and they helped. And I felt like I was making a difference, but I never felt like I was making an impact. Mm. And, it, and it was the event itself that really helped me get that forward momentum and dig into that, that purpose and find the clarity where, you know, if anybody listening, you've gone to one of Hal's events before, you know that we go deep. And <laughs> <laughs> that's an understatement. There's actually, I, I think I shared it with you, a video of diary that I recorded on yes. day two of the event last year where I could not stop crying because it was just so powerful and meaningful what I was experiencing at the time. And 
and I had been helping women with their, their money mindset and their business finances, taking them to the next level. But it was for this, oops, uh-oh, my Siri is listening to me. Siri, be, we're in the middle of an interview. She can be so rude sometimes, Tanya. She, she just interrupts people. Tell, tell her we're going to give up being perfect for being authentic. Let's keep going. <laughs> keep going. So, so yeah, I was helping them, but it was it was for the sole purpose of just building a business and, and reaching a new level mm, of success. Mm. And what I discovered was that that wasn't my why, and that wasn't any of their whys either, where all these women were coming to me wanting to build their business and figure out their money issues, but it was for a deeper purpose. And it was so that they could turn around and make a bigger impact in the world. And what I've realized is they all come to me at one of five levels of success. And it's what I call the impact ladder, where you're either struggling, where you're in over your head and your business is taking more than it's giving you, or you're surviving where it's that feast or famine mode. And you know, some months are really great and other ones aren't, but there's still a little bit of a struggle. You're stuck, you're plateaued. And then a lot of the women that come to me are already achieving some level of success hmm. where on the outside, it looks good, where yeah. they've got the house, the car, the business that looks like it's doing really well. The kids are clothed. They're able to take a vacation, but they're not yet able to give back in the way that they want. They're not able to go to an event like the one that we were at several weeks ago for the Front Row Foundation, mm -hmm. where they can give $25 for a half-eaten burrito. <laughs> I you think know? we got up to like $150 for burrito. I mean, yeah, that was that was crazy. So, that, yeah, it was it, whatever it is where, you know what, there's, we all have this drive inside of us, this where we're heart-centered and we're passionate and we want to give at every, every opportunity, but then there's a pull in a different direction where you still need to take care of your own and you make to, need to make sure that your kids are fed and, you know, you're taking care of the things closest to you. So, you know, what I like to do is take them past that feeling and get them so financially set that they can give back without feeling guilt and without feeling like they're being pulled in two directions wow. to a place, you know, where like you are, where you can, you know, just be very, very generous with your time and your energy and your finances and really focus all of that into the places that make you feel good at the end of the day. So that when you are 95 and sitting on that rocking chair, you look at, <laughs> can look back at your life and say, you know what? I did good. Yeah. I did really good. You know? Yeah. No, that, 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 uh, that's beautiful. And I, um, I love what you, you said about you, you know, you got, or uh, the way I interpreted it is you, you found your purpose and, and realized that you had been working for the wrong reason. You were working for yourself, right? It was really yeah. self-centered reasons, which most of us, that's where we start, you know, but to transcend self and, and arrive at, at, a, at a deeper purpose where you're going to find fulfillment. And, um, yeah, really, really congratulations. I mean, it's, it's one of, like you said, that, that was your biggest breakthrough, uh, and, and it finding your purpose, uh, one that really, um, you know, pulls you, is is there it doesn't get much better than that so very cool um and then what was the third uh big win for you your big goal that you achieved uh since the best year ever blueprint finding my tribe okay definitely finding my tribe so in the world where i come from negativity is in abundance where you can share a goal or a dream and you have people look at you like, okay, well, good luck with that. Or you get the devil's advocates that give you 500 reasons why that's not going to work. And where 
you know, you're trying to, to do something with impact and purpose, but yet nobody's supporting you. And instead, you're met with a lot of resistance and fear. And that was always scary. And it, it, it makes growing yourself really hard. So when mm. I went to BYAB, it was on a whim. I traveled across, across, that was the furthest I've ever been away from home. So I'm from Michigan and, and the event was in San Diego. So traveling across the country by myself wow. into a room full of strangers was terrifying for me. But when I got there, I was welcomed with open arms and everybody was so amazing and supportive. And I felt like I could really open up and be myself and talk to people. And the support that I received on the back end was amazing. So the relationships that I've developed as a result of that have have helped me further my journey and my purpose to share my message for sure. But they've they've really impacted me in a way that I found my family. Wow. And they've helped me connect to the people that I know that I can really help, which has been incredible. So it's it's almost like you found you found your tribe in terms of your inner circle and then you found your tribe in terms of the the outer circle that you're going to be serving, right? Is that 100- is that one hundred percent. Yep. Yep. Very, very cool. Very cool. Very cool. Wow. What, like what? I mean, what? That that sounds like a best year ever to me. <laughs> yeah. It's been a phenomenal year. Amazing. I I journal every day, and the gratitude is off the charts. Off the charts. Gratitude. I love it. That that'd be a great off the charts gratitude to be a cool name for a a journal or a. You should go get the domain off the charts gratitude dot com or whatever. <laughs> All right. I like that. All right. So, and let, let's dive in. So let's, let's, um, let's bring it home with, with, uh, the lessons that you've learned this year that have allowed you to have those major breakthroughs. So top three actionable lessons for our listeners so that they can apply them to the rest of this year or any year and, and make it their best ever. Absolutely. All right. Lesson number one, first and foremost, self-care is not an option. It's a requirement. Ah, uh, self-care non-negotiable. What do you, what do you mean by self-care? You have to take care of you first. If you really want to change the world, you have to start by taking care of yourself first. You have to make sure that you are listening, tuning in to your emotions. How do you feel at every moment? And really making decisions that serve you. So whether that's decisions based on what you do with your money, what you do with your time, the people that are in your life, and how you're giving back. And it's easy for us. We're driven, passionate purposeful and we have all these ambitions. So FOMO is a real thing where we want to just say yes to every opportunity and everything. And it's fear of missing out, right? I just want to make sure that our, in case <laughs> anybody is, listening is like FOMO, what is what that? Is Sounds that? Like a you disease know, or what is that? Right, right. Uh, 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 all right. You know, you it is a to, disease actually. It is right? a disease. <laughs> yeah. You know where yeah you say yes to too much or you let guilt take over and you're not really listening yeah. to yourself. So yeah. there's no there's no guilt and shame in taking care of yourself because when your cup is full you're able to give to the things that you love. You're able to give back to your business and to the people you're serving and to your family and your community way, way better than you can if you're depleted and burnt out. I, I love that and I I call that being selflessly selfish, right? Which mm-hmm. is where you're you're taking care of yourself and, and like, you know, I I believe that the greatest gift we can give others is to fulfill our own potential because only then do we set the example. Do we have the resources? Do we uh, understand and how to serve others and help others do the same? Right. That's beautiful. So very well said. Absolutely. I love that. All right, cool. So self-care non-negotiable. Um, and what's the second one? Clarity can always go deeper. Hmm. What what do you mean? That is one thing I really, really discovered this year because I always thought that um, I knew everything. Is that fair to say? (laughs) (laughs) 
Yep, I got I, this figured out. Yeah, no, I've thought yep. I've thought that on me. I think I still probably wake up certain days and think I have it figured out, and then realize I don't. Yeah, but for sure, where I'm like, yeah, I don't need to. I I know this. I'm the expert here. I you know I don't I don't need to go deeper on this. But every time I ask myself why, or I take the time to go deeper and dig deeper into anything, I always find more answers. So and what are Oh, sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. I was gonna say, what are some ways for the, to, to? What are ways that you deepen your clarity? I, I would love to know that. And I just because I I think this is so true. And like even for me, I'll read a book on a topic that I think that I re- am really proficient at, and then that's an example of you know clarity where I'm like, oh, I didn't even know that I didn't know that I didn't know that. <laughs> right? Wow. And it happens you know? all the time, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I love journaling. I never did it on a regular basis and I've made it a commitment to do it now. And I do it for things when I'm in a good mood, things when I'm in a bad mood, or when I just think I have the right answer. Mm. And just to free flow, um, it, it, it takes your emotions and attaches them to words and connects the dots with meaning that don't always exist if you don't do that. So, How long do you free flow for? Like for anybody listening, by the way, I want to um, just that this is a method of journaling, and I think there's different names for it. But one is free flow, and it's where um, for anyone listening, and you're, if you haven't done this, do this like tomorrow or today, right now. I mean, do, do this where you set your timer, and I'd love to know how long you do it for, Tanya. But set your timer for ten minutes, twenty minutes, and just start writing with no uh, like no specific plan on what you're going to write. And often it'll start with, I have no idea what I'm going to write right now, but Hal told me to do it. So here I am. Well, anyway, today was a good day. Da, 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 right. And, uh-huh. and you just keep going. Right. So I'd love what, what is your method for that? How long do you do it? What, what any thought planning, any, any intention behind it? How does that work for you? You know, the funny thing is, is I do it until I'm emotional about it. Um, oh, <laughs> interesting. But, I like yeah. that. I write, um, and it usually starts with the things that I don't want to forget. So I have three boys that are all teenagers now, and I know how fast time goes, and I forget things. So I often start with what's going on in their lives. I don't want to forget that, you know, Tommy hit a home run today, and Matt started his first job. But then I will, you know, continue on. So as I start writing about that, something will click for me, and I'll you know, usually it's something like, oh my gosh, time goes by and I completely neglected this and I need to give some more attention to being a better mom. Hmm. And that's of course something that's going to make me emotional, but without taking the time to journal on that and write that down, I may have missed that aha moment Hmm. and let time go. So sometimes it's something to do with my business. This is what's going on in business. And you know, this happened and -and so-and-so said this, um, I think she may, I, I can help her in this way. And as I dig a little deeper, I, I uncover the ways that I really can be helpful. How long do you set a timer for it? How are you just, you just go and like you said, until you get emotional, is there a certain, like on average, that's five minutes, 10 minutes, an hour. What, what does it look like for you? I don't set a timer. I do okay. it at night. Um, oh, okay. so I, I do it at night so that it's before I go to bed and I, there's really no there's nothing that's going to make me stop. Sure, sure. That's great. Uh, okay. But I make myself do it for at least five minutes. For five minutes? Okay, minimum. And, and, and I, I want to add to this. The you know there, There's a phrase that says clarity is power. And uh, I, I never understood that. Um, I didn't really get it until I thought of it the opposite, which is a la- how, how a lack of clarity is a lack of power. And I think that, so I'll share this distinction because for me, once I saw it, th- saw it this way, then I understood the power of clarity and how important it was to actively generate clarity in my life every day. Um, 
the lack of clarity, like if you think about it, if you don't have clarity on what to do or why you're doing it or how to do it, right, you lack power. You lack the power to move forward, the power to generate motivation that you need. Um, and so if you understand that a lack of clarity, right, if you're, if you're going in, you know, if you're, if you're, a, if, you're a, uh, if you're a military and you're going into a mission and you don't have clarity on, you know, where the enemy is or where, right, like that's a lack of power, you're in trouble. And so I think if we understand that the lack of of clear, anytime we have a lack of clarity, we don't have purpose, we don't have power, we don't move powerfully through the world or through our lives, and then understanding that the more clarity you have on what you want, on why you want it, on what specifically you need to do to achieve it, the more power you have to act, the more power you have to execute, the more power you have, and the more precision you have in how you act and in how you execute. So I just, I love that point of, of, you know, clarity can always go deeper. And I think that we do have that, you know, Tanya, that like know-it-all mentality. I think we all have it at some level. Um, and uh, I forgot who said that. Sure. The four of the most dangerous words are, I already know that. Oh, yes. Right? Yes. Because when you do that, you shut the brain down from like, oh, well, I'm not going to pay attention. I don't need to learn. I don't need to grow. I don't need to expand. Like, I, I've got to figure it out for the most part, you know? Right, right. So. Yeah, no, I, and that's definitely something that I've had. It, I think it comes with maturity. Yeah. As, as you get older, you realize you don't know as much as you thought you did. Yeah, yeah, it's a, that's a great point. So, yeah, I'm getting better at that. Where now I'm, I, my my mission this year is just to been to be the kind of person that asks more questions. Mm. to be more curious and to find out more about all the things that I don't know. I love it. I love it. All right. What is your third? So we got self-care uh, is non-negotiable. Clarity can always go deeper. Uh, what is your third lesson for our, our listeners? Oh, the more abundance we allow ourselves to receive, the hmm. more we are able to give. The more yeah. abundance we allow. Our, okay. Yeah. T- talk about that. So, and the, the reason that this has been a lesson is because sometimes we just block things for one re- reason or another. And this is a huge thing in the money mindset world where, you know, we get to a certain level and we re- think, well, this is good. I should just be happy with this. I should be content with this. But because we're conditioned as children not to ask, not to want, you know, just to be thankful and grateful. And we confuse that with contentment. And you know, it takes a, a, a little bit of a shift in your mindset to realize that, you know, if you just keep going and you keep reaching for the stars and you're making your own world better, that that doesn't mean that you're going to hoard it all and keep it all for yourself. It means that you now have more to give and you're now in a place of, of power in the sense that now you can make a difference. So that is, if you're a parent, you can make a difference in your kid's life by growing yourself to exponential levels and following your dreams, you are a role model. You're showing them how to do it by, you know, allowing yourself to take care of yourself and feeling more abundant. You're showing them how to take care of themselves and love themselves by making enough money to take care of the people around you. You're showing them how to do it so they can grow up to be independent. And then that spreads to, you know, your community, your friends, the people around you and the rest of the world, if that is what you so choose, where, you know, you can get to a place where now you have options and anything that you've ever dreamed of doing, you can do. But first you need to allow the good stuff into your world and stop repelling it and pushing it away. So I've got to ask how. 
how do you do that? Like, you know, conceptually, anyone listening, I would imagine going, oh, yeah, that, that would make that makes sense. I should allow more abundance into my life. But how, like, how does that look, you know, strategically in terms of an actionable? Is that through affirmations or meditation or, or is it, you know, is there a specific process that you lead your clients through? How, how does someone do that? All of the above. So all of the above. Hmm. There is a process. Um, which is simple. And I actually have access to that through a training on my website. Um, that's free that I love when people go through because it, it gives them that step-by-step process on one thing that builds to the next. But I am a huge believer in all things somewhat woo woo where I love (laughs) affirmations. I love visualization. Um, but I like actionable, tangible things that you can do. So something small is just receiving compliments with grace, Hmm. which a lot of women aren't able to do where if you were to compliment me, I could either give it back to you by like saying, you know, if you're like, Tanya, you look beautiful today. And I say, thanks, Hal. So do you. Mm. I just deflected that compliment. Got it. Or if, or if you say, Tanya, you look beautiful today. And I'm like, oh, really? Because oh, my hair needs to be, my hair's not even done and my makeup looks awful. I just kind of threw it away mm. where, you know, what I should be doing is really taking a second to enjoy the way that that compliment made me feel and say, thank you. That's, that's really nice of you. I appreciate that. And just accept the gift. Tanya, I'm going to re-listen to this episode, this part, especially I, I'm, I'm the, I'm, I totally am number two. Uh, I'm always I go, Oh no, I did. I was, you know, great speech. No, it was, it was terrible. I, I messed that part up and did it, you know? Yeah. I, I'm like the most insecure compliment receiver uh, ever. Um, a lot, and a lot of us are, but that's, you know, and that's where we just start to train ourselves to be better at receiving. Yeah. And, and that's a, a lesson in self-love. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. For sure. Um, yeah. And, and I know for me, um, affirmations have been the most like powerful because the way I do affirmations isn't this, isn't the woo woo. It's not the like, I am, you know, a millionaire. I am a millionaire. I am a million, you know, or I am, I, or money's flowing to me effortlessly. It's like, no, it's not. It, it, it doesn't flow effortlessly. You got to generate some value in the world and then money will show up. So for me, taking affirmations that are rooted in reality around what I want, why I want it, and then specifically what actions I must take and am committed to taking and when I'm going to take them uh, to generate that income and and what I'm going to do with it and all of that. And one of my mentors uh, used to always say that, you know, money isn't good or bad. Everyone's got these hangups around money, a lot of them from their childhood. And he goes, money's not good or bad. It's the grand amplifier. It just amplifies who you are. He goes, so if you're a jerk, more money will make you a bigger jerk, right? 100%. You know, he's like, but if you're a good person and you want to do good in the world, the more money you have, the more abundance you have, um, the more like, and it's exactly what you said, right, Tanya, which is the more you have to give away and the more you will give away. Absolutely. Yeah, actually, Hal, one time, I think it might have been in the Quantum Lake Mastermind, you, you shared, you know, a philosophy about putting aside a certain amount of money for the, the act of generosity and giving. And, you know, I've been on the receiving end of that where I've, I've seen you in, in your generosity and some of the things that you do and some of the other people that I have come to know. And it's, it's a feel good feeling you know, where I, I can only imagine how wonderful it must feel for, you know, somebody like Jeff Hoffman, who you know is founder, co-founder of Priceline, where yeah. he, he tells a story of helping out a women's shelter, yeah. that they were in need and he was able to make a difference where, you know, so many times we're all in that place where we, we watch something on the news and think, oh, I wish I could help. Yeah. I wish I was in that position. 
But when you, you set yourself up and grow to yourself to a certain level of success where you are in that position, then what? Yeah. yeah and, and if you're a good person and you have that already, you know, you have that drive and that goal, you can do such amazing things with your abundance. But first you need to let it in. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. I, and I think this, this is, I think some people may not like this, but my own personal belief is that, um, we have a responsibility to do exactly that. Right. To me, it's selfish to settle for mediocrity in our lives because we're hurting the people that could be served if we weren't settling for mediocrity in our lives. Mm. And so, um, yeah, so yeah, I love it. I, I could, I could, I know we both have other stuff going on uh, today, but I could talk to you all day and we could just keep going round and round. So, oh, I love it. Really cool. Well, um, anything else to, well, let's, let's make sure, I think I, I gave your website earlier, but, but say, share that again. If anybody wants to get in touch with you, reach out for, you know, to work with you or, or learn from you, what, what's the best way to get in touch with you, Tanya? Oh, absolutely. The website, tanyareinier.com, T-O-N-Y-A-R-I-N-E-E-R.com. And I'm on every social media channel. It's my handle is my name. And uh, I actually just finished up a really fun little quiz. So if you think you may have money blocks and you're wondering which ones are haunting you, you could hop on the website and take a, a fun little quiz. So it'll be there. TanyaRainier.com forward slash quiz. Forward slash quiz. TanyaRainier.com forward slash quiz. Um, and, and before I thank you for being on, I just, I want, I, I realized that I have, I've mentioned best year ever blueprint a few times, but uh, assuming that everyone knows what that is and they may not. So if you're listening and you're like, what's this best year ever blueprint thing they keep referring to that they went to, or what is it? You might have a general idea, but, um, that is our annual live event. Uh, it, I mean, it's been called, I mean, the most life-changing event anyone's ever been to. You heard Tanya on day two, she was recording a video selfie crying, uh, you know, posting that to Facebook, but it really is pretty powerful. And I, um, I, I would encourage you go to bestyeareverlive.com. I know we've got room for 400 people this year, uh, over 200 spots are already taken and we haven't even announced it yet. Like we, well, I guess we're starting to announce it with the podcast, but, um, that's really just 200 spots that were taken from last year's attendees, you know, coming back this year. So bestyeareverlive.com is where you can watch a video of, kind of a synopsis of last year's event and you'll you'll get a feel for what Tanya and I are talking about and, and the energy and, and you know and the, and the depth and what it's like how experiential it is unlike most events where you're just taking a bunch of notes and going home with 10 pages of notes and figuring out where am I going to implement all this it's really you're actually experiencing and engaging while you're there to 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 create the transformation uh, not just write about it and hope that it happens when you get back home so bestyoureverlive.com you can reserve your spot um, and, uh, and, and get all the details there. So Tanya, again, thank you so much for, uh, for sharing your, your journey with us. And I'm so proud of you and I'm, I'm honored to know you and, and looking forward to uh, a long, long, long time uh, of getting to know you better. Uh, I appreciate that. And I feel the same way about you, Hal. Thank you for having me on. It's an honor. Very cool. Yeah, it's mutual. Well, Goal Achievers, thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Achieve Your Goals podcast. Uh, as you know, I love you. I appreciate you. It means a lot to me that you uh, that you share your time with me here. Uh, it's, it's really cool. Um, if there's anything that I can do to help you, do not hesitate to reach out. Best place to find me, if you go to halelrod.com and cl click on contact, uh, you can send uh, a message to my team and, and they'll make sure that I get it. So uh, thank you so much and I will talk Talk to you next week. Take care. 
And thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the podcast. You can find links to all the resources mentioned in this episode, as well as all the past podcast episodes over at hellera.com slash podcast. Also, if you haven't done so yet, please go subscribe to the podcast on iTunes by going to hellera.com slash iTunes, clicking the little subscribe button, and then if you would, please leave a rating and review because rating and reviews truly are the best way for more people to find out about the podcast and decide if this is the one for them. Well, all right, until next week, it's time for you to go out there, take action, and achieve your goals. If you're looking to grow your business using podcasting, but don't have the time to edit the audio, insert the intro and outro, write up the show notes, post the episode to all the different sites, and do all of the ridiculous back-end work that's required, then you need yourpodcastguru.com, where you bring the content and we take care of the rest. We'll even co-host the show for you. Visit yourpodcastguru.com right now to explode your audience and crush it in the podcasting world.